1: If you were on TikTok from April to June 2022, there is no way you weren't being served content from the Depp versus Heard trial.
2: I am here because...
3: Accusations.
1: You couldn't escape the memes, the commentary, the spoofs. (laughs) On the off chance that you don't know what I'm talking about, in 2018, post the Me Too movement, Amber Heard wrote an op-ed for The Washington Post about sexual abuse. Johnny Depp wasn't specifically mentioned in the article, but he did start a $50 million defamation lawsuit against her, claiming that he lost work, including playing Captain Jack Sparrow in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise because of her accusations. Depp's lawyers claimed Hurd created an elaborate hoax to cripple his career. Heard responded by filing a $100 million counterclaim. And the thing is... And I know that... Sorry if that didn't make sense. I I had to take it out because our lawyer said it was defamatory. So, Grace, what is defamation?
4: Defamation is a publication of a statement which has caused or is likely to cause serious harm to a person's reputation. That was Barrister Grace
1: Rose Gwynn. And this is Courtroom Drama. The podcast that looks at celebrity court cases under a magnifying glass to make sense of the legal jargon. Kim Kardashian would totally be proud of us. We've done the research, read between the lines and even gone through the court transcripts. So what? You don't have to. On this episode, we're talking about a case that was broadcast live on Court TV, Depp versus Heard. I'm your host, Jackie Etudeji, and I'm going to get into the who, what, when and how with a barrister you already know, Grace Rose Gwynn, and of course, our favourite social media expert, Pilar Nwumba. So brew yourself a cuppa, cos you're about to get served. The case covered serious allegations of domestic abuse, but we aren't talking about those elements of the trial on this episode. Before we chat to our experts, we're going on a little trip to Fairfax County, Virginia, sometime between April the 11th to June the first, 2022, where Mr. Depp and Miss Heard are giving their opening statements.
5: Against his former wife, Amber Heard.
1: The following is a dramatic reconstruction and it has been created from courtroom transcripts which have been condensed and edited for clarity.
5: Your Honour, we'd like to call Amber Laura Heard to the stand. Do you solemnly swear or affirm to testify truthfully in this case under penalty of law?
2: I do. Now, why are you here? I am here because my ex-husband is suing me uh, for an op-ed I wrote.
5: And how do you feel about that?
2: I, um, I struggle to have the words. I struggle to find the words to describe how, um,
4: painful this is. I don't know whether you'd get away with asking that question in the UK. Because sometimes you try and push boundaries in the courtroom Mm -hmm. and a judge might say, well, Miss Gwynn, how does this help me determine the issue? Of whether it was defamation or not, mm. because in front of a jury, it's about painting a picture that she's a victim, so that it taints even Johnny's evidence when that comes later in time. When you think of people who act, you know they have to do the pauses. Mm-hmm. They
0: understand the kind of emotion that they need to draw from their audience. Yeah, and when people are watching that, they felt like they're watching a character rather than a victim. Hundred percent. And then that's, I think, initially what kind of kick-started the tide to turn against
4: her specifically across social media. You'll recall from watching the trial is she kept looking at the jury. Every answer, she would sort of crane her neck towards the jury, whereas Johnny's evidence, they were looking directly at the lawyer that was asking them the question. Do you know what? As I'm listening to you
1: guys, I feel really like... Torn because of what the case represented. Like, it represented, like, hashtag MeToo, mm-hmm. hashtag Believe All Women, but also it represented trial by TikTok, 90s nostalgia, Edward Scissor, do you know, It just yeah. represented so much. It was almost like you're either Team Depp or you're either Team
5: H.E.R.D. Good afternoon, Mr. Depp.
3: Good afternoon.
5: Can you please tell the jury why you're here today?
3: Um... Yes, about six years ago, um, Miss Heard made some quite heinous and disturbing criminal acts against me that were not based in any species of truth. It was a complete shock that it would... uh, It it just didn't need to go in that direction. Um, There's nothing of the kind that ever happened though the relationship um there were arguments and things of that nature but never did i myself reach the point of uh striking misheard in any way and nor have i ever struck um any woman in my life
4: what's interesting here by him saying i've never struck any woman in my life If that was in a criminal trial in the UK, that could do something that we call opening the door, triggering the gateway. So if there was a conviction in Johnny Depp's past of him ever committing a violent act on an ex-partner, by him saying that, the other side could introduce that as evidence to show that Johnny Depp is a liar? Ah, So let's say he had a previous conviction, but for some reason the court said, it's not admissible, we're not going to get that as part of the trial. By him saying that, they have to then correct the position by then letting it in. So sometimes that's a golden ticket to prosecutors to be like, yes, we can get that previous conviction in now. Mm. If you look at his past exes, a normal person
0: watching that across social media, on TV or whatever, they won't understand the context in the way that you've explained it to us. But what we understand is, we know his exes because his exes are public figures. Yeah, that's him putting his exes and how they're known
4: across the board in their celebrity against her. What her did later on in the trial is she triggered the exact gateway that I'm talking about. She talked about Kate Moss and the stair incident, saying that I thought Johnny was going to push me down the stairs just like the Kate Moss incident. And you'll see from the trial, if you, if you went and re-watched it, the lawyers on Johnny Depp's team were instantly elated when she said that because it triggered the gateway and they could then bring Kate Moss in uh-huh. as a witness. So the next day, Kate Moss rocks up, live link from London, to say, Johnny's never hit me, he's never pushed me down the stairs and it, this didn't happen. And then instantly undermines the credibility of Amber Heard.
1: So she made it easy. Easy. For them. Do you think she was advised like, wrongly, because, I mean, presumably when you go and testify. Yeah. Do your lawyers tell you how to talk without kind of incriminating yourself or do you just go on, like, fresh, like...
4: In the UK, we're not allowed to coach our witnesses. In America, they do. Ah. So when I worked in America, there was literally exercises where we would have the clients over in the afternoon to the office and we would coach them and practice cross-examination. None of that happens in the UK. Wow.
0: Jackie said earlier that going in, you're either team heard or Team Depp. But then now you have to add on a layer to that because now there's Team Kate Moss and that adds on to Team Depp. So already his fan base online is multiplying. We see celebrities do this all the time. We see artists do this all the time. When you have features, it just means that your song is likely to spread further. So it's almost like using that marketing tactic Mm -hmm. and bringing it to
4: the case. And you look at it like a set of scales. And with each piece of evidence, it tilts the scales either towards Depp or towards Heard, And the Kate Moss evidence tipped it massively in favour of Depp.
1: I think what was so fascinating about this trial was the fact that it was broadcast live on Court TV, taking us back to that. I mean, I wasn't born, OJ Simpson case, but of yeah. course, trial of the century, we've all seen the clips. Apparently, Johnny Depp wanted the cameras in the courtroom, mm-hmm. but... Amber Heard didn't. So Grace, a question for you. If both parties have opposing views on something like that, who actually gets the final say on whether it's filmed or not? It
4: would be the judge. So both parties would give a speech to the judge as to why the cameras should or should not be allowed into the courtroom. And effectively, whoever has the most persuasive argument... Mm that the judge makes a decision, it instantly opens the gateway to public interest. Well, I mean, it felt like it was a reality TV show. And I I think American courtrooms are so wild anyway. You put celebrities in there and a bunch of cameras, then it just absolutely explodes. Mm. But I also think the reason Johnny wanted the cameras in was probably not just for that, but also because he knew that Amber was likely to find it difficult giving evidence and being cross-examined.
1: Yeah. And Pilla, you're a social media gal. I know you probably saw the memes, the spoofs, the reenactments of Amber Heard's testimony, the constant trolling. Like, I think there was even like a Snapchat filter that was called the yes. Amber Heard filter. It basically became like the Kim Kardashian crying meme. What did you think about, I guess, the memification and the kind of social media spectacle of the case?
0: I think that it was expected for the current time and age that we are living in. Mm -hmm. And I think it was very important for Depp to have it televised in that way, because I feel like he was almost fighting two battles, one legally, but the other one was the fight to get his reputation back because his work was affected. His reputation, as you said, has he's built his celebrity over years. Mm -hmm. That almost it was like, even if he lost, Mm. he might have still gained publicly. Yeah. We have also come to expect the memification of things. Our generation does not know how to deal with serious issues in any other way than making light entertainment of the case. What happens is when something is memified, we almost lose the seriousness of what's at play because we are talking about things such as abuse, physical, Mm -hmm. mentally. So unfortunately, I feel like it's a shame they stripped... Amber, or her, shall I call her, of the ability to be a victim in her own yeah, way. Yeah. People have their own perception of what a victim should look like, yeah. how a victim should perform, how a victim should speak. The thing about that is, when we watch something we do not have the legal context we mm. are hearing people say all oh, these terms but a normal civilian won't understand what those things mean if mm-hmm. you do not understand legal terminology you have to make your own perception of it yeah. and then what we have through social media then is the spread of disinformation and misinformation mm. like people who have accounts on TikTok are reviewing the case and they may not have the legal context they may not like yeah. have the yeah. legal advice so they are spreading misinformation mm. though it's not done differently deliberately mm-hmm. and you're just trying to simplify what you've learned yeah. or what you've perceived to your followers or
4: fan base yeah yeah and they were also editing clips of the evidence yeah for, piecing it together for comedic value for mm-hmm. likes for followers mm-hmm. but then actually that spreads like wildfire and then that's the message or that's the evidence that's remembered i definitely think you were right about
1: her being stripped of her victimhood because you know this is their real lives but it was content it was For lots of us. It was like it wasn't real.
0: And it was in real time as yeah, well. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, you don't have to wait for next week for the next episode. No, and no, no. just like, yeah. it's rolling.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even what Depp accepts is still pretty horrific. I mean, the text he was sending about burning a body and putting her in a grave and the video we've got of him being drunk and, and banging around the kitchen cabinets being quite aggressive. Yeah. That's still quite a frightening and not a very enjoyable experience. So even the things he accepts... Yeah still makes her a victim of some descripts. It was just the fact she pushed it to the nth degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tilted the scales back. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and two things can be true at
0: once. Absolutely. But I think this is where celebrity plays into it as well. When you think of celebrity now, like Gen Z, influencers, there is so much protocol on the things they can and can't do. Mm -hmm. You are one tweet away, one video away from being cancelled, right? Back in the day, when we're looking at where celebrity came from, and Johnny Depp is from that generation of of sex, drugs, and rock and roll, right? I don't think people are really understanding how serious those things are because that's an expectation of a celebrity from that generation. Mm. Whereas now you're hearing sex, drugs, and rock and roll of our influencers of today, you're cancelled tomorrow. That didn't happen in those days.
1: I mentioned earlier that the case took place in Fairfax County, Virginia. Yeah. And the reason for that is because the servers of the Washington Post are hosted in the state. Now, there was speculation that the case was brought there because of Virginia's weak anti-slap laws, aka anti-strategic lawsuits against public participation. So mouthy. Grace, what does that mean?
4: In short... If you say something defamatory about someone, you can defend that in America by saying it's my First Amendment right to free speech. Right. So I'm entitled to say what I want as you're infringing on my constitutional rights. So that's quite a solid defence and would make Depp's job quite hard. In Virginia, they don't have that law. It's not a strong law. So there's not that powerful defence of it's my First Amendment freedom of speech right. It's weaker in Virginia. So therefore it's easy for him to win because she hasn't got such a strong defence to rely on the First Amendment right to freedom of speech. America and the state laws Wild. Is, I mean... Wild. Well in England you have to allocate a court so you'd apply for these proceedings in the Birmingham County Court, the Manchester County Court and it's usually based on where you live or where the parties live or for the convenience of the parties. You can get a matter transferred to a different area if there's a reason aka I'd now move to this area therefore it's more convenient for a trial to be here mm-hmm. but it's because it was depths lawsuit it was on Depp to choose where he was bringing that claim
1: right so that was strategic on his A lot part to it. Gosh, I feel like we'd have an easier ride here no well, he, is- he lost here didn't he
0: yeah he lost he the first case
4: overwhelmingly right? 12 out of 14 allegations Amber made were found proven in the UK he took the son, didn't he, yeah, he to trial the for defamation and lost that case so let's say the case was in the UK Mm-hmm. she probably might have won. Well, yeah, because the whole issue about the son was that the son had published allegations that she had made against her. Okay, that he was a d- domestic abuser. Yeah. Right. So there was 14 allegations and 12 of them were found to have been proven. Mm. What you also need to consider is that the trial in the UK was just in front of a judge. The trial in Virginia is in front of a lay jury. So does that make a difference? that In the UK, it's a legally trained professional judge making a decision on the law. In Virginia, it's 12 people who have never spent a day studying law in their lives, most likely.
1: Was it ever going to really be like a super, super fair trial? Because it was everywhere. Even if the jury were like, right, because I did read that they were told to switch off their phones and obviously not go on the internet, et cetera, et cetera, You could, it was everywhere. It was, I don't, I
4: wasn't even following the case on my TikTok page, but it was there. And I think their only guidance from memory was that they couldn't read any cases, any articles about it online. But I'm sorry, like you said, you go on Instagram, you go on Twitter, it there and it's, everywhere. it's there. It's there. They would have to have quarantined them in a hotel. Yeah taken their phones off them completely mm. in order i i say to make it a fair trial yeah there's no way that around their dinner table at night yeah. their children weren't saying dad i know you're on that case and i saw this today or this overseeing it on the children's phones or just on their own yeah. social media platforms yeah the balance of support that was all for death nothing for heard and, and heard was made a complete mockery
1: i saw some tiktoks when she was talking about sexual assault and people were literally reenacting that.
4: Yeah. It was really weird. I was like, what's wrong with you people? But what's also new in this case is H.E.R.D. is the first ever complainant of sexual abuse to give evidence and it be recorded live on court TV. Wow. Because usually are they
1: anonymous? Anonymous
4: or it's not filmed. (laughs) Hang on. I'm just trying to get court TV up.
1: Uh, Oh, here it is. Looks like Johnny Depp's being questioned. When did you first learn that Disney was not going to
0: recast you in the Pirates franchise?
3: It was probably two or three days after the Sop appeared.
0: At this time, how many other franchise films had you been a part of?
3: Um, at that time, um, Alice in Wonderland. Um, boy. Uh, I'm so pathetic when it comes to knowing what movies I've done I'm sorry I, 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 I don't watch them um, I feel better not watching them um, I, I, I couldn't um, just, I'm sorry what was the question again?
4: We had a halo effect around Johnny Depp. He has played some of the most well-known characters. Yeah, Charlie in the Chocolate Factory has been Willy Wonka, Edward Scissorhands, Edward Scissorhands, Alice in Wonderland, Captain Jack Sparrow. Johnny Depp, the one we've grown up with on our screens, couldn't possibly have done this. And the pro members of the jury that started off with that perception, and so it instantly makes her job harder anyway. Many women are aware of that fact that he is a
0: powerful man and Mm -hmm. powerful men historically Mm -hmm. have been known to abuse their power for their good. And what is interesting about the case that we watched is the women groups online that support women against violence, women against abuse. They turned away their support from H.E.R.D. to Johnny Depp. Yeah like halfway through the case and I think that was due to the inconsistencies Mm -hmm. that we could see from her part so even in terms of him going in as a celebrity what his team did very well is show her inconsistencies
1: and I read a wild stat saying that something like 93% of Twitter profiles that talked about the trial were in support of Depp. And over on TikTok, videos with the hashtag justice for Johnny Depp had more than 10.7 billion views. Social media was invested. You know, the red table talk with Will and Jada? Yeah. yeah. And like it was trending for days. And it was almost like I think misery sells. Like we are kind of obsessed with trauma also i think it makes
4: celebrities relatable yeah unfortunately they're not these pristine yes and
0: i also think we are living in a generation especially like gen z now if you look at their core values their core values are they care about things back in the day people just went about their business i'm going to work i need to do this but now gen z are driven by their values they care about women's rights and in addition to that what we're seeing is when you see women's charities turning against her it's because they also care about men's rights now like that is something that we're seeing we have like really taken a switch from us picking up tabloids to reading about oh the gossip this, the yeah, gossip that. Yeah. We're
1: invested in like we're
0: invested in everything, yeah. Because the the tables have turned, mm. like the tabloids no longer run the media. Yeah. Mm. It's now user generated yeah. across social media. We yeah. are the media, we'd set the culture, yeah. right? Yeah. And then also when you look at media traditionally, you know, magazines used to have lead times of about three months, one month, even Online articles used to have lead times around a week, one day. Now it's as simple as one minute. There you go. Yeah. That's it. Mm. And then when you look at how social media companies run their algorithms, it means that it's so much easier for things to become shareable. Mm -hmm. Information spreads quicker. It spreads further. It spreads internationally, globally. So that is why now anybody can have an opinion. And people are invested because they know Johnny Depp. Yeah. As you said earlier, that's their childhood fave. Mm. Yeah. So they're invested to have an opinion on that. And not only that, you said that Justice for Johnny had you said 10. 10.7. Point... Okay. Million. So in comparison, if you look at the hashtag Justice for Amber Heard, hers had 80 million. Million. Whoa.
1: Crazy. Millions M- to millions. Billions. You can't even
0: there is literally no comparison. Because
1: his fandom is and like what we talked about with Britney, fandoms are very important, especially when it comes to cases. Because if you're someone that is celebrated. Nationally, especially in the way he is. It's like, you can't compete with that. And also, we live in a psychoanalyzed culture. I think with Amber Heard, you're going against someone who has such a big fandom. Mm -hmm. It's like, the people who actually spoke up about Amber Heard would get dragged and trolled. 100%. So it's like, you know, you don't even want that smoke. No. You don't want it. Everyone can have an opinion, but opinions are not facts.
0: Yeah, that's right. And there is nothing in place from the government or social media companies that facts checks what Mm -hmm. people are putting out. Yeah. I mean, we have seen recently Twitter, now known as X, hmm. yeah. has started putting what they put at the bottom of something is they'll say, this has not been fact checked or this has not right. been confirmed mm. as a fact. And that's a very recent thing yeah. that hadn't been introduced at the time of this case. Right. That's so it means that opinions can spread
4: further. Than and be, facts, yeah, yeah. and I'd be mistaken as fact exactly. Do you know
1: where is fact checking though? What? Instagram. I posted a quote the uh, other day. It wasn't 100% correct because I put my own Jackie spin on it. <laughs> I, Instagram actually messaged me and were like, this post is not factually correct. And then it just kept showing to all my like followers that this post is not fact. It was embarrassing. Yeah, I, had you, to delete it. I was trying to do my up. own spin and they were like, nah, girl, you better, you better quote Oscar Wilde now.
0: <laughs> and the other thing as well, I think, is that cases like this being public has kind of leveled out the content creation game. We know influencers to influence things like what we wear, how we do our makeup, how we do our hair. And now we've had a rise of like legal content creators.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I, think I follow was, so many.
0: Yeah, the so do I. on TikTok. Listen, they're getting banned. Get that. Go, <laughs> yeah. go get your. <laughs> what happens is then when we're seeing legal content creators on TikTok specifically, they're also using the law to their advantage. So someone can be team heard. Mm explaining the law to us we don't know any better so we're just like okay yeah that's correct yeah someone can be team dep explaining the law to us again we don't know what's happened so it's really down to the public to make their own opinion 100 percent, and be informed themselves
1: you know when you're watching a trial on tv and the lawyers are just objecting literally everything they're just like objection relevance non-responsive and then they follow that up with some word that signifies a reason for the objection I noticed quite a bit of that in here. Court TV can back me up on that.
2: I'm not sitting in this courtroom snickering. I'm not sitting in this courtroom laughing, smiling, making snide jokes. I'm not. This is horrible. This is painful. And this is humiliating for any human being to go through. And perhaps it's easy to forget that, but I'm a human being. I receive hundreds of death threats, regularly, thousands since this trial has started. People mocking, mocking my testimony about being assaulted, making fun of Addiction, my- relevance, non-responsive, overruled.
6: You can continue.
2: It's been agonizing, agonizing, painful, and the most humiliating- Thing I've ever had to go through I hope no one ever has to go through something like this I just want him to leave me alone I've said that for years now um, and I thought he would after 2020 Objection non-responsive
5: Alright, I'll sustain the objection Next question
6: What do you hope to reclaim after this is over?
2: Protecting the secret that I did Um, For as long as I did, I've taken enough of my voice. Johnny has taken enough of my voice. I have the right to tell my story. I have the right to say what happened to me. I have the right to my voice and my name. I have a right as an American to talk about what happened to me, to own my story and my truth. I have that right. I hope to get my voice back. It's all I want, and I said that from day one.
1: Can we talk about Camille Vasquez? Because she was making a lot of objections there. When can a lawyer make an objection?
4: So in America, it's very theatrical. Objection, and then it's overall sustained. Objection, hearsay, objection, da-da-da. They spend half their trial saying objection. Objection. In the UK, we don't really do that. Don't get me wrong, I'll stand up and say, Your Honour, is that really relevant? I don't think I've ever said the word objection i got so fed up of all of the objections because it stops the fluidity of the evidence Mm. and actually you're trying to paint a picture to the jury and sometimes these lawyers and i will criticize both teams for this used objections where i don't think it was necessary and i think they did it intentionally to disrupt and knock someone off the, the flow just to be a bit extra yeah
1: Hashtag Camille Vasquez has got millions of views. People literally became obsessed with her. I mean, I remember when she cross-examined Amber Heard. Yeah. And she was like, Johnny got you that role in Aquaman, and like, didn't he? Right, Miss Heard? Yeah. Right, Miss Heard? That was all you heard for about four hours. I mean, she kind of became like the internet's lawyer for, yeah. for a hot sec. I mean, Pillar, can you tell us about why you think the internet became really obsessed with her? If we compare this to films, because we know them as actors, right? Mm.
0: Lawyers are always seen to be powerful, right? We draw to those characters. Yeah. So There's so many programs based around lawyers. Mm. Mm-hmm. We have one of my favorite ones is Scandal, yeah, yeah, good. How to Get Away with Murder. love Viola Davis. Yes. What a queen. So we know that these women are always characterized to be powerful. Have we ever really seen that in real life? Not until this case. Yeah. And that's what they played into so well. Mm-hmm. Like you had a real life Annalise Days yeah. right there in, in front, front of it. you. I feel like women could relate to seeing a powerful woman mm. go in there and own it. Who was young. 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 And
4: also, we cannot negate the fact that she was beautiful pretty privilege. absolutely yeah and there was media hype around potential where Johnny Depp and her courting because every time that he got he seemed to put his hand on her back quite a lot then there was that romantic element and so there was just this media hype around her for, for loads of reasons and she was a stronger advocate than those for Amber Heard and yeah, yeah. people kind of buy into charismatic people yeah and yeah. his team was charismatic
0: that's where her team I think lost the the public vote because it's almost like a vote of confidence. Absolutely, you buy into the confidence. Yeah, she
4: came and she brought big d-
0: energy. That's yeah, what yeah. she brought into the and She her brought BDE into the court. Yeah.
4: Were on point, and she looked like she was fresh off a suits set. Yeah. you know, Sex in the City, those kind of.
1: Also, it was a strong case for Johnny to also have a female. Massive. Yeah. I mean, it was like, oh, okay. If she stands with him as confident as she is, then like chances are he might probably not be, you know guilty of these things but
4: what i think is interesting is johnny's main lawyer was the man that sat next to her he was the lead lawyer mm. she's a lot more junior and was effectively being led by this man so what was interesting was the strategic decision to mm. get the young woman to cross-examine the main witness which was amber heard so d- yeah so do you think that was a like a pr thing absolutely aha and i think in light of that Amber Heard's team messed up I think they should have picked someone as their face of their legal team was not the woman they chose it should have been someone more dynamic more robust stronger and probably to be fair matching someone of of Camille Vasquez's appearance yeah
0: it's like they chose their team when they were choosing their team it's like they're casting a film yeah that's how they approached it.
1: That is exactly how oh they approached my, it. It's actually mad because I don't think... I mean, I wasn't thinking... I didn't even think about the fact that that was a strategic move. But mm. now you talk about it, I'm like, damn. So much goes into the branding and the image of representing yeah. a celebrity client. Like, it's not just like you just get good lawyers in. Like, they have to have the look. In America. And quickly, Grace, Camille's reasoning for a lot of her objections during the trial was non-responsive. What the hell does that mean?
4: Basically not answering the question. Okay. Or... In doesn't go to anything really so you're objecting to the question not the answer but there's there's loads of objections you can make there were objection non-responsive they were doing a hearsay objection and it became to a point where Johnny Depp would go to answer a question would look and say that's hearsay isn't it then he was making the public gallery in fits of laughter right? because before every question he'd look at the lawyer and say hearsay I thought so <gasps> so then it became sort of a mockery of the Heard's lawyers stopping them from doing their job
7: but also sometimes it was somewhat justified.
6: That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
1: There was one part of the trial that got way more attention than the others, and that was Gate. It was what went on to become a storyline for an SNL skit based on the trial. So many more social media memes and spoofs. Here's what went down in Fairfax County, according to Ms. Heard.
2: I woke up that morning, uh, the morning of my 30th birthday, and I woke up to my best friend crawling in bed with me and uh, putting her arms around me. And so eventually uh, we got out of my bed and grabbed a few things and got the dogs left for our plans, uh, which our plans had been to go to Coachella which um, is a music festival that happens in California, and that had been the plan for a while, that that's how we would go and celebrate my birthday.
5: And I'm going to stop you again, because I just have a couple more questions before we go into that part. You said you brought the dogs. Who were the dogs you brought?
2: Johnny's dog at the time, um, Boo, my dog Pistol. We shared them. They're teacup Yorkies. Uh, and I believe uh, Raquel, my best friend's dog. Okay, what, if
5: any, issues did Boo have with bathroom problems, if you will?
2: She had um, eaten Johnny's weed when she was a puppy and had uh, bowel control issues for her entire life, among some other issues. Uh, You know, we regularly had to take her to the vet to try to figure out what was wrong with this dog i never met a dog that was quite like this so she had some control issues Hence, uh, she liked to burrow in the bed she liked to be in the by the foot of the bed underneath the covers and it was um customary that that they um slept in the bed with us uh but boo having the issue she had, um, we had to leave her in bed so that she wouldn't be encouraged to go to the bathroom, which would happen almost immediately once you put her down on the floor. And and sometimes it happened in bed too, but yeah.
5: So what, if anything, did you notice about bathroom issues in your bed before you left for Coachella?
2: Raquel and I were, were both in that bed with the dogs and I didn't notice anything, but We left them in the bed while we packed a bag to go to Coachella, you know, so that Boo particularly didn't lose control of her bowel or, you know, didn't go to the bathroom on the floor. So um, we leave them in bed until we're ready to take them outside to the patio, which is their designated bathroom break area.
5: How often did you have housekeeping at that time at your house?
2: The housekeepers were there every morning. Okay. Okay. Or they came every day, as far as I know.
5: Okay, we'll get you to Coachella, but why did you tell Starling Jenkins that you had been involved in a prank gone wrong? Objection, hearsay, leading. I've said why, Your Honor. I didn't say what she said. All right, I'll sustain the objection. Next question. Did you commit any kind of prank?
2: Absolutely not. Absolutely not.
5: And why would that not be something you would do?
2: First of all, um, I don't know what a grown woman does. I was not also in a pranking mood. Uh, My life was falling apart. Um, I was at a a crossroads in my life. I was really serious, and, and I had just been attacked on my 30th birthday by my violent husband with whom I was desperately in love and knew I needed to leave it was not uh, really a jovial time and I don't think that's funny, period
1: and this is what went down according to Mr. Depp
3: I had received some news that was as absurd and grotesque and cruel and then I was shown a picture of what the problem was, and it was a it was, it was a, a photograph of the bed our bed um, and on my side of the bed um, was human fecal matter. She brought up the situation of the uh, her fecal matter on the bed and, and she just tried to blame it on the dogs
5: and why didn't you think it could have been the dogs
3: well their teacup Yorkies they weigh about four pounds each that did not come from a dog
1: this trial to me felt like it had a long-running narrative of he said, she said with a massive PR machine behind the he said element. Grace, are law teams aware of the social media reach of a trial like this, especially when it's being broadcast?
4: They have to be. You'd have to live under a rock if you weren't aware of the social media reach. Because if you look at the amount of daytime interview, Good Morning America, Access Hollywood, the amount of interviews that both sides' legal team have done, it would be ridiculous to say they don't understand the social media reach. What Johnny Depp's team have said is that they played no part at all in influencing anything on social media, and I have no reason to dispute that. that That is what they say, but they must be aware of the social media reach.
1: And Pilar, what's the deal with the social media narratives being centered around the concept of believe her? What do you think was different about Amber Heard's story to any other victims of Me Too?
0: If you look back at the Me Too movement it was a known name but I think it was a known name for more people who move in those circles like Harvey Weinstein yeah Yeah. not people behind the scenes not not publicly it wasn't just her word versus his word it's her word versus his word and other public figures such as Kate Moss such as TMZ we all know TMZ Yeah. we all know about paparazzi so the minute They could show that she worked with her team, even though she said she didn't call you. We know how this stuff works. Mm -hmm. The celebrity never calls the paps themselves. We know they have agents. We know they have PR teams. So the minute she can not wear makeup that day, have the bruise on show, and make sure that the paps get the correct picture of her is the minute that sways public opinion. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a very monumental moment. So, when you see she's working with that, you're like, hold on a second. Mm. Yes, she is a victim. There was mm. clear evidence Mm-mm-mm-mm. there. But she is weaponizing
1: and actually glamorizing it,
0: glamorizing it and using it for her own fame, mm. using it for her own opportunities mm. is what people saw when you can see somebody is working with TMZ. Her team probably thought that would look bad on Depp. Unfortunately, yeah. it looked bad.
4: On her. But the TMZ guy's evidence was that when they received the clip of the Johnny Depp beating the kitchen cabinets, the clip they received was cropped. It was a lot shorter. They couldn't tell that Amber had filmed it because remember there was that start where you can see Amber propping up the camera that we saw in the courtroom but the TMZ clip, he said you didn't see that and also he gave evidence to say that the speed in which they received that video, it would have had to have come from the source and she vehemently denied it. So you've got these people that are professionals, not emotionally linked to the trial and yet are saying things that directly contradict Amber Heard's evidence and what we find that is unfortunately those narratives
0: overshadow the fact that she's a victim 100%, yeah. and that there's abuse on the table totally and that is what unfortunate you mentioned earlier about our love of salacious stories yeah mm. So when they can bring salacious stories like that to light or the inconsistencies to light, it makes the conversation that's really at hand here about abuse
4: smaller and don't forget we've got a recording a voice recording because Johnny Depp was equally recording things as she was Yeah. a voice recording of her admitting saying yes I hit you Johnny I hit you Johnny Yeah. so there's both victims to a certain degree yeah. Damn, I mean
1: I argue with my husband but I don't think about putting my own turd on the side of his bed but and I that's think right. even that and the turd was born yeah and I think even that because that is just so wild yeah. you forget that abuse is actually at the centre of the story and yeah. it becomes it becomes comedic yeah. which is why of course SNL did a spoof about it because it just becomes hilarious
4: it doesn't become it's not sad anymore no. it's hilarious you've got professionals you've got people in the public eye talking with a straight face in a courtroom to a judge about poo but it's a big shame yeah. that that is what was the center of this
1: narrative of a very serious situation hashtag poo but I guess when a court case becomes a media circus, this is what happens. We live for the salacious yeah. and the gossip and the poo stories. We live for all of that. Because yeah. that's just kind of the era that we're in. And I think as human beings, we just love bad news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunch of sickos.
0: And we love reality TV. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, this is really
1: happening? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Where's Take the, the popcorn? Jump and go basically. To Coachella? Yeah. As you do. Yeah. Normal. The he-said-she-said narrative from Depp and Heard was ongoing. So it was only right that their lawyer's closing statements referred to it too.
5: There is an abuser in this courtroom, but it is not Mr. Depp. And there is a victim of domestic abuse in this courtroom, but it is not Ms. Heard. The evidence presented at this trial has shown that Ms. Heard is in fact the abuser and Mr. Depp the abused. What we have is a mountain of unproven allegations that are wild, over-the-top, and implausible. And you can't pick and choose which of these wild allegations to believe and which ones to disregard. You either believe all of it or none of it. Either she's a victim of truly horrific abuse or she is a woman who is willing to say absolutely anything.
6: In trying to convince you that Mr. Depp has carried his burden of proof, in proving that he was never abusive to Amber Heard on even one occasion, think about the message that Mr. Depp and his attorneys are sending to Amber Heard and, by extension, to every victim of domestic abuse everywhere. If you didn't take pictures, it didn't happen. If you did take pictures, they're fake. If you didn't tell your friends, you're lying. And if you did tell your friends, they're part of the hoax. That is the message that Mr. Depp is asking you to send. But he doesn't stop there, because in Mr. Depp's world, you don't leave Mr. Depp. And if you do, he will start a campaign of global humiliation against you. He will do everything he can to destroy your life, to destroy your career. That is what they're saying, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what they're trying to get you, the jury, to be an accomplice to. But it's not surprising, because Mr. Depp cannot and will not take responsibility for his own actions. It's always someone else's fault. Ladies and gentlemen, the facts are absolutely overwhelming of abuse. Mr. Depp simply cannot prove to you that he never once abused Amber Heard. A ruling against Amber Heard here sends a message that no matter what you do as an abuse victim, you always have to do more, no matter what you document, you always have to document more. No matter whom you tell, you always have to tell more people. No matter how honest you are about your own imperfections and your own shortcomings in a relationship, you have to be perfect in order for people to believe you. Don't send that message. That's what he wants you to send. Both Depp
1: and Heard were found liable for defamation. The jury found that Heard defamed Depp in three separate statements in the Washington Post piece, and that Depp defamed Heard with one statement his attorney made. The jury awarded Depp ten million dollars in compensatory damages and five million dollars in punitive damages. The jury awarded Herd $2 million in compensatory damages and no money for punitive damages. What does punitive mean?
4: It's like a punishment. Ah. So it's compensation to compensate you for the losses that ah, you have experienced. Like loss of earnings? Correct. Okay. And then the punitive is a punishment. So it's interesting that Amber Heard didn't receive any punitive damages. What if she doesn't have the money? Then she declares bankruptcy and, doesn't, and he doesn't get paid. Wow. Wow. Grace, what does the
1: outcome of this trial mean for future domestic abuse cases? I
4: think the sadness... For it, mm. is that a lot of women will probably be more reluctant to come out now. Oh, totally. Because they've seen a woman that they know be absolutely torn apart in the witness stand and then in the media. Also,
1: I think for me, maybe me realise that if you are a woman who has, you know, who's a victim of domestic abuse, it would be absolutely terrifying to come forward and speak publicly because you're in the court of public opinion, especially if it's someone that people love. Mm-hmm. And also everybody has a say. And only you and that person know what happened
4: exactly but everybody feels like they were there well, I also don't think that the Depp and her trial should be an accurate representation of okay. what trials look like right because it's not yeah so for any woman or man that knows they've been abused and they are fearful to come out because of this trial that is not what trials look like yeah yes you're going to be cross examined if it gets that far and yes it's going to be difficult but the reason it blew up on social media is because they're celebrities right and also we don't allow cameras to film in time of trials in the uk yeah yeah we've yeah. only just started live streaming sentencing hearings and then even in that case the camera is pointed at the judge
1: yeah pillar are you following amber heard or johnny depp on socials
4: i'm not
0: following either but i had a look
1: Are the socials pop in
0: i feel like amber took a big hit reputationally and oh. also career-wise if you go on her social media there is a long pause of activity okay. so what happens is there was her statement following the trial yeah. and following the decision and then since then there's been one or two posts where mm. she acknowledges her fans coming out to support her since then Depp has gone to do so many other stuff yeah. but it's clear that she had momentum going before the case off the back of the case that happened in the UK with the mm-hmm. sun on her social media since then the momentum has died down I still think across social media, it is still believe women first. Mm. I don't think this will deter women from coming yeah. forward with their stories. Mm. I just think it's a case where. Women understand if you're coming forward with your stories, you need to be consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I do still believe the narrative online is 100% believe women first. We all understand how dangerous powerful men can be and Mm -hmm. how they can abuse their power. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that changes at
1: all. Totally. Grace, could any of the content creators who were discussing the trial be accused of defamation? Like, who does or doesn't apply to? So all the, all the people online who are making the skits and doing all the weird reenactments, like...
4: The difference with social media like that is that it, it's clearly opinion and it's silliness and it's... Is it defamatory? Because the test has got to cause someone or potentially could cause someone harm. And we all know social media is a toxic environment, but I just don't think legally it meets that threshold. It's people's opinion on what they've seen that is already out there. Okay. If they were coming out and say Johnny Depp did X, Y, and Z to me, or I saw Johnny Depp do X, Y, and Z to someone else, mm. then that's different. But when you're commenting on media that's already out there, there in the world, yeah. it's opinion piece, right?
0: Do you think there's ever going to be a time where there is more governance around? How people use social media in terms of the spread of misinformation or disinformation?
4: I think it's already happening. Because if, if, if Jackie got in trouble with Instagram and mugged off with Instagram the other day, <laughs> and Twitter are making you second guess whether you're, or sorry, X are making you second guess before you tweet something, I think it's already slowly gaining some some momentum yeah i also think that there needs to be a stage where sort of more verification is required before you set up a the yeah. social media account totally. for that reason i mean things changed after caroline flack but mm. i think we need to keep the momentum going because it is dangerous so yeah. dangerous
1: are there any shades of gray when it comes to defamation cases like this like it seems like the jury decided that both depp and heard were right so obviously two things can be true
4: at yeah. once but how does that work? The interesting thing is, if this was a trial in the UK, it would be in front of one judge, like the sun. But because you've got twelve bodies, twelve different opinions, with a judge, you're getting one opinion. So that's when I think it gets more mm. techie because mm-hmm. you, you might have eight people say, well, it's clearly defamation, and four people saying, How? It's right. an opinion. You know, so yeah, there's absolutely shades of grey, as there are in most laws, which is why we have trials. <laughs>
1: As of September 2023, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom starring Herd is due to release at the end of this year and she makes her official return to acting in a thriller called In the Fire. Depp received a seven-minute standing ovation in May at the Cannes Film Festival for Gian du Barry, and he's directing a film called Modi based on the Parisian years of avant-garde artist Amadeo Modigliani. Disney have not yet announced who will be starring in the Pirates of the Caribbean 6. Oh, and Camille Vasquez? She's landed herself a TV gig at NBC News as a legal analyst. Courtroom Drama is a Crime and Investigation original podcast made by ITN Productions and is hosted by Tismore, Jackie Adedeji. In this episode of Courtroom Drama, Johnny Depp was played by Brian Carmack. Amber Heard by Mary Galloway Additional voices by Georgia Winters Carmina Manley and Jake Wardle This episode features special guests Grace Rose Gwynn and Pilar Nawimba It is produced by Raj Panda Assistant producer and sound design By Lucy Evans Production manager is Emily Jarvis Executive producer is Rabina Pabani And commissioning editors are Sam Pearson and Di Carter